This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. From Buffalo Bills training camp at St. John Fisher University, Sal Capaccio here, WGR Sports Radio 550 and Bill's sideline reporter, Matt Bove, Channel 7, WKBW TV sports director. It's always game day in Buffalo. Matt, we're back. Uh, you're in your dorm room, room 208, I believe it is. I'm in my dorm room, room 218. No, we're not together. We tried that. It didn't work. We had a little bit of an echo in the room. So we got to stay in our own rooms while we record this pod and we look at each other and say hello. Um, but it is nice to be back into our dorm rooms. You're in front of a wall that makes it look like you're in like a jail cell. It's just <laughs> like white bricks, basically. But on the other side of Sal's dorm room, he's got a Keurig. He's got a mini fridge. He's got a TV. So he's living large. He's living like he's in a hotel. My dorm room is much more jail celly. If we'll make that into a way of describing something. I have a twin size cot. I have some Aquafina water bottles that I took from the cafeteria that we eat lunch in. And I have a bag of apples and that's pretty <laughs> much it. So I'm trying to spend as little time in the dorm room as possible. Well, the bills are here. They're staying in their dorm room across the way. Um, we are here every day covering camp and some people leave. Some people come back. You stay in the dorms. Uh, they practice every day, at usually nine 45 AM. A couple of those are a little bit different. They got here on Saturday. I got here on Sunday and real quick, uh, went up to Medina after practice for a wedding on Sunday after practice. And, you know, I saw some people who said, Hey, how you doing? Enjoy your stuff. Listen to you on the radio. And one particular person came up to me, Matt and said, I have to tell you, I just subscribed to your podcast with Matt Bove yesterday. I'm like, that's awesome. So thank you for doing that. And for all of you out there who want to subscribe, we appreciate that. It's wherever you find your podcasting, your podcasts, I should say, Apple iTunes, Spotify, wherever that is. Thank you so much. Give us a five-star rating, rate us, review us. That'd be really nice for us. And we appreciate it. So thank you very much. And I know you've seen some people here at Fisher that have come up to you and said hello. And it's always good to see the fans back again. Yeah, for sure. It was actually at a brewery last night. We were all there and we went up and we were ordering our food. And he was like, oh, my gosh, like, I I know who you are. And I really like the podcast. You guys are doing a great job. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. And it's honestly, it's just kind of like refreshing to hear that because we do these. And we're like, oh, I wonder who's actually listening to them. So <laughs> when you can put like a face to it, and you're like, oh, Matt at the brewery likes to listen to the podcast. So that was cool. So thanks for coming up, Matt. And thanks for coming to say hi or subscribing all of you who have up until this point, three days in the camp. And by the way, real quick, um, one of the comments made about that yesterday was um, the person who said hello to me and said they subscribed is that they enjoyed that it's broken up into one episode and the three segments are all separated as well. And I've said, I don't know if that works for everyone. You know I mean? Like you get four podcasts essentially downloaded when you subscribe, but it's a full 
and then it's three three segments, and you can literally pick and choose which segment you want to listen to. If there's something that doesn't interest you, we're talking about it. You don't have to listen to it. Otherwise, you can't. So thanks for that feedback, and we're going to keep doing it that way, and um, hopefully that works out for you. In the meantime, all right, Matt, three days in, what has stood out to you about the Buffalo Bills? Defense looks good. Defense looks like they've got a little extra pep in their step. They've made more plays up to this point. Don't think any reason for the offensive side to panic or anything like that. But the defense has looked like the more dominant side of the ball three days into camp here. Yeah. And one thing that's really stood out to me, Matt, is the aggressiveness of the secondary. I'm not just talking about Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, the usual suspects. I'm talking about everybody who is a part of this defensive secondary and Cam Lewis and Nick McLeod with two interceptions on Monday. Um, you know, they're getting after it. Kyer Elam, he seems aggressive. Saran Neal getting aggressive. I thought he had a really good day actually covering, believe it or not, on Tuesday. Now, everybody's getting their chance, but it just seems to me like a little more aggressive. Um, they're, they're getting their hands on footballs. I wonder if this is something that's scheme oriented. They're maybe being more aggressive, a little more man to man, something like that. I wonder if it's just a mentality. Hey, let's be close to the ball. We're going to get a good pass rush. They'll give you opportunity. Or I just wonder if it's just individual players stepping up and going, you know what? I'm out here at camp and I'm competing and I'm going to, and they're just maybe being a little bit better. One of the interesting things that Jordan Poyer said was that now is the best time to try things that you don't know if you could get away with them in a game or if you could just get away with them in a practice. So I wonder if they're trying to get away with something by being a little more aggressive here and seeing if it works. And then if it does, they try and implement that into their week to week game plan. And if it fails miserably, well, not a big deal because it's just practice. And then, you know, that's not something that you can actually try in a game setting. So I think that goes for both sides though. I think the offense can be a little bit more aggressive. And Josh just said, like, I'll try some crazy throws now just to see if we can get away with them. And I think the defense, maybe they can break off of the, their read or their assignment just that much quicker to try and ultimately make a play. Obviously Kyrie Elam is um, out there and fighting for a position. He wants to be a starter and with Tredavious white out. That looks like, you know, that would be natural for him, but he is getting more reps and he is actually lined up against Stefan Diggs a lot out there. I've noticed interesting trial by fire, right? Hey kid, get out there. By the way, you got to cover Stefan Diggs pretty much half the time. Yeah. Diggs was going to work on day two of camp. I don't even know. They're mm-hmm. all blending together. That was on Monday. Diggs has been a pretty dominant up to this point. He almost looks like he's uncoverable, but Elam has made some nice plays and the rest of the secondary has been so good that, I mean, it's just kind of adding up like all of there have been individual standouts up to this point on both sides of the ball. But as a group, the defense has been the big winners. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them with Royal Caribbean? You don't just go to the beach. You visit a private Island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, speaking of the defense, we're going to talk with Tim Settle on this podcast. We actually interviewed the big defensive tackle for the Buffalo Bills, so we'll get to that in a little while. So let's focus on some other guys. Fans always ask it, so I'll ask it to you, Matt, in the way of that, which is, hey, how's Von Miller look? 
He doesn't look like he's 33. That's for sure. I mean, he's a freak athlete. And I think what's been most impressive, because, you know, we can only see like drills and even when they're doing pass rush stuff, he's not sacking the quarterback. He'll like get to the quarterback and then everybody stops because nobody's touching the quarterback at this point in camp. But what's been most impressive is how involved he has been with the younger guys and with his new teammates. So kudos to him, because I think he's really taking the leadership role to heart and he really does want to get here, make a difference try and make the people around him better. And ultimately he thinks if those things happen, this team has the skill and the mindset to get to where they're trying to go. Yeah. And look, I did a little research, tweeted it out uh, on Monday night after playing age or starting at playing age 33 and beyond some of the best pass rushers in the game's history have had some of their best years. Bruce Smith, age 33 and beyond 73 and a half sacks, which is incredible to think about Reggie white, 61 from age 33 and beyond Julius peppers, 48 and a half. Um, these guys, they played at a high level and that's Von Miller. To me, he is that kind of player. He can play at that level. He's a freak athlete. He keeps his body in tip top shape. I do wonder about the snap counts. Um, the bills typically don't have guys on the field for 80, 90%. They never do. It's 65% at most for any defensive lineman. But I think this guy, Matt, I, any concerns anyone has about his age, they shouldn't. I think he could be a double digit sack guy for the next several years. Yeah. We were talking about it a little bit earlier too, because a lot of guys in this league have like an elite skill and then a couple like average skills compared to their peers. Von Miller has a ton of elite skill sets and he doesn't look like a prototypical edge rusher. And I think that's why the longevity is going to be there because that dude looks like you could put him at tight end at linebacker, at quarterback, you could put that guy anywhere, basically. So I think that he, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, he he does not look like 33-year-old Von Miller. He looks like somebody who is ready to go and ready to wreck opposing offenses. Peyton Manning called him the best athlete he ever played with, which is pretty incredible. Uh, there's some other battles going on up and down the defensive line. I think they've done a nice job so far out here at camp. So we'll keep an eye on all of that for you. And I know people want to know specifically how certain players looked. It's always tough to without pads on, right? I mean, yeah. even, even the pass rush drills, you can only get so much out of watching, I don't know, Shaq Lawson go against Tommy Doyle, right? I mean, what, what do you, until the pads come on and you know, those guys are going to be in exactly how they're going to be looking in a game. It, it's always kind of tough to see that, but overall, I agree. I think the defense has looked really good. And I don't know, Matt, maybe they feel slighted a little bit by um, the secondary, at least by some of those lists that have come out, not ranking them as the top secondary <laughs> or not putting Jordan Poyer's picture on the, uh, on, on the list when it has the Buffalo bills and all the other players. Yeah, maybe that's it. And I will say one credit to the offense that I'll give, like I mentioned, Stefan Diggs has had a really good start to camp, but Josh Allen is so much more involved in the little details than we've seen in years past. And I think he's obviously the leader of this team. He's the face of the franchise, but it is nice to like, see him working with the running backs, with the wide receivers, with the tight ends, just about like the little details of like, Hey, I want you to do this when I am doing this, just so they get on the same page. And I think you have to be really comfortable in a really established player to kind of have that ability to go do that and have people listen to you. Even if it's just like running backs going out and running running like a little curl route, he'll be like, all right, when you cut, I want you to hold off on the cut a half second more just to throw off the DB so we can hit them before they even realize and they flip their hips and they turn their head. Or maybe it's like, Hey Dawson, when you're running this out route, I want you to, you know, make a little bit of a stutter before you make your break just to just like little things. And, and these are just like examples that I'm coming 
coming up with, but like he has been all over the place. And the thing that he keeps preaching is yak, yak, yak. We need to produce more yards after the catch. And I think that's something they are trying to implement at least now. And there's some growing pains, but hopefully by the time for their sake, we get to the season, it's going to be a little bit more comfortable. And we'll tell you a little bit about how we think they're doing that when we get to some questions and some comments on the offense a little later. But in the meantime, we talked with Buffalo Bills defensive tackle, Tim Settle, and we'll tell you about that here on It's Always Game Day in Buffalo.